0: Hey, Jen Banks here. This is the podcast A is for Adversity, and I'm going to talk about being more intentional about our thoughts and our goals so we can make our lives happen instead of letting life happen to us. This is episode number 12 Kindness. The sponsor for this episode is Kimberly Johnson. She is the creator of Noelle J Designs, and I'm working on getting a discount for you all in the future, so stay tuned. I figured this episode was a good one to follow judgment. And just like judgmental thoughts poison us, kind thoughts fill us with love. And similarly, your thoughts don't automatically fill others with kindness. It's their choice if they want to feel that, and they get to choose the thoughts that they have. There's a primary song called, I'm trying to be like Jesus. And I will read the lyrics for you now in case you're not familiar with the song or just to be reminded. I'm trying to be like Jesus. I'm following in his ways. I'm trying to love as he did in all that I do and say. At times I am tempted to make a wrong choice, but the Holy Spirit enters into my thoughts saying, love one another as Jesus loves you. Try to show kindness in all that you do. Be gentle and loving in deed and in thought, for these are the things Jesus taught. So in that song, it says, in all that I do and say. So I'm going to relate kindness to our actions and our words. Treat everyone with the same level of respect you would give your grandfather and the same level of patience you would your baby brother. And I just love that visual. I feel like it's so relatable. Love is a verb. Another big way we show kindness in our actions is by excluding others, either intentionally or unintentionally. Shortly before middle school, my family moved from Idaho to Utah. At the beginning of the school year, I'm in a new desk, in a new classroom, in a new school, in a new state. I look around at all my classmates who have been friends with their buddies for years, and I'm left alone without my brigade of kindergarten besties. I don't fit in. So, I do the most logical thing my brain thinks of. I join the cheerleading squad. (laughs) My mind takes me back to my years of violin lessons. I'm in Emily May's home. I can still smell the old carpet and see the weaving loom in the corner with a half-finished blanket on it. I start to wonder if I should have taken gymnastics instead. Then I'd be practicing the splits instead of scales. But then I decide that there's no reason to look back. Even if I had started gymnastics at 18 months, I'd already be behind. So what's the point? Back to the present, I'm at a cheerleading practice before a big game. One of the coaches asks me if I would like to ride along with her to the local grocery store to pick up some treats. I agree to go with her. On the ride over, we get talking about the future and if I will continue cheerleading, and I express to her that I don't really fit in there either, and that I worry that I'm not as pretty as the other girls. She all but agrees with me and says, we need nice cheerleaders too. I did not continue. As a sixth grader I was also in the seventh grade orchestra because I was advanced. Being with another grade didn't help me fit in an orchestra either. Of course I had friends that came and went, but none that really stuck by my side. In junior high, I started to buy candy bars to use as a buffer. I would buy the big packs that come from Costco and eat a candy bar, sometimes too, every day, not realizing then that I was numbing out the pain of being lonely. One day in Mr. Mingum's science class I get talking to the girl in front of me. I find out that she has moved from Nebraska and so it began a friendship like no other with Kaylee Smith. I found the person with whom I fit in someone else who didn't fit in. We've been friends now for almost 15 years and I'm so grateful for her It's so fun to watch our kids grow up together and to still catch up as if no time has passed. As much as we can, let's try to include others. As cashiers at Macy's, we are required to ask people every so often to donate to the food bank or to another charity. And it's interesting to see the personality types that come out (laughs) from this. Sometimes when people say no, they feel like they need to give a reason for why they're not donating or they explain that they donate to certain charities all the time, or they just donated, or they already did that. And others just say yes or no, and they leave it at that. It's as if they're seeking praise or deflecting judgment when they do this. And really, my job is just to ask. It doesn't matter if they say yes or no. Really, I'm just doing my job. Another sort of opposite example is I heard of a woman who lived a modest life, lived in a modest home, and when she died, it was revealed that she was leaving $14 million to charity. This was a woman who lived kindness very quietly. In Matthew 6, 3, we read, but when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. And I feel like this is so inspiring when People give without expecting any sort of approval or recognition. These are the true heroes. And again, that's just a thought of mine and there is no judgment if you really need that approval. We all love to know when we're doing a good job. We can simply tell ourselves that we are and I also know that when we pray and ask for approval from Heavenly Father, we are filled with love. Something I've always heard is to never withhold a compliment. And so that is the challenge I leave you with for this mini-section. If a kind thought pops into your head, tell it to another if the situation is appropriate. Okay, so your words. There's a quote that says, watch your words work wonders. On the other hand, quote, never say something that couldn't stand as the last thing you ever said to someone, end quote. And that's by Benjamin Zander. I know for me that certain words leave a better taste in my mouth than others. My challenge for you in this section is to leave three negative things unsaid each day. I know as we do this, our marriages will be better, our friendships, and just the world in general will be a better place. Going back to the song, I'm trying to be like Jesus, another part of the song says, in deed and in thought. As far as deeds, Joseph Norris has a wonderful thought to go along with this. Do a deed of kindness, though its end you may not see, like widening ripples down a long eternity. We never know how the things that we do are going to lead or inspire another to do another kind deed. As a missionary in Portland, Oregon, every Monday was called P-Day. P stands for preparation, and this was the day that we bought our groceries, got ready for the week, cleaned our apartment, those sorts of things. We could also write letters and spend time with other missionaries. On one particular P-Day, some sister missionaries and I decided to go for a hike. There are beautiful trails in Oregon. And on this particular hike, every so often there were handrails when you got to the corners. These were made out of trees. And at one particular bend, I noticed that the chopped wood was very, very smooth and looked almost like a nice piece of carved wood. I soon realized this was from many people touching it as they went hiking or holding on to it for support this brought to my mind the hymn each life that touches ours for good and it happens very slowly over time this reminds me of the quote that says little things seem like nothing but they give peace like those meadow flowers which individually seem odorless but altogether perfume the air and that was by george bernanos oftentimes we don't realize how we are impacting others and many people over the course of our lives, impact us. The challenge for this section is to say, I love you more and I'm sorry more. Again, people get to choose how they want to feel after hearing those words, but I don't think saying them more could hurt anything. (laughs) And finally, thoughts. I didn't have any quotes in this section that specifically related to having kind thoughts, but I think poisonous thoughts lead to gossip or talking ill of other people. And so that's kind of the direction I went with this. A quote you're probably familiar with is What Susie says of Sally says more about Susie than of Sally. Maturity can be defined as when a person hurts you and you try to understand their situation instead of hurting them back. Never look down on a person unless you're helping them up. I think it's helpful to see things through a lens of kindness. Many times, people's intentions are pure, and we kind of muddle that by our accusations and our judgment, like I talked about in the last episode. Kindness starts with you and being kind to yourself. Your last challenge is to think about what Jesus would think. This goes along with what would Jesus do, but taking it one step further is what are the thoughts that Jesus would have, and I got this idea from Jody Moore. Your weekly wisdom is this good people bring out the good in people. Go spread kindness like confetti. Have a good week.